that. Well, I've been watching this case. I've been watching this case since it's been in, in trial. Uh, not like I'm camping out at the courthouse, but have you heard about Vault 7? Because it's really important that we talk about this. And the reason is that, um, you see, the CIA had somebody within their ranks decide that they were going to leak a bunch of documents about what the CIA is actually up to. And um, you can do that. And I appreciate people that do that. But let's not pretend like you're just going to slip out the back door, or, you know, or go go out on your lunch break and never come back and that the CIA isn't going to like wind up at your doorstep asking you some questions. And of course, that's what happened. Uh, Manhattan federal court jury just convicted uh, Joshua Schulte. Well, they didn't just convict him. They convicted him like a year ago for leaking the Vault 7 sensitive CIA documents. They were at first looking for life in prison. They didn't really take that too seriously. Uh, once it went to to trial, they they basically started, he was looking at 80 years in prison and um, he was found guilty and recently they just sentenced him to 40 years. So he is going away until 2064 for releasing what the CIA is actually doing. Now, he wasn't making it up. He didn't sit at his computer and manipulate their files to paint the CIA in a bad light. He just exposed what they're actually doing. The irony, of course, you know, that that the guy exposing the crimes, be it Julian Assange or or Joshua Schulte or reality winner or, uh, you know, you name it, they all wind up in prison. But but the CIA continues to to uh, trudge on, even after you remember JFK said that he wanted the CIA broken into a thousand pieces and scattered to the wind. Yeah, he was right. He was right. And I think that what they've done here is meant to send a message. If you leak the information that we have about what we're doing, we'll bury you for it. I mean, 40 years is horrible. I'll be honest, though, I'm a little surprised the guy's alive. This is the type of person that normally would have their car randomly accelerate to 110 miles an hour and then crash into a tree and explode or start his car and the thing blow up or get on an airplane and the airplane have engine troubles. You know, this is the type of situation where usually these guys don't make it. So I'm a little surprised that the guy is even alive to get a 40 year sentence, but he is. And so, you know, so, so I guess we're, we're, we're grateful for that. And look, the, this, they sentenced him to 40 years for bullshit, for exposing the crimes of the CIA. But now they're out. They're out in the public, right? They're out in the general public. The least I can do is make sure to publicize what he leaked because it was clearly information that they did not want the public to know about, as evidenced by the fact that they put him in prison for four decades. He was found guilty on eight espionage charges. He was found guilty on one obstruction charge, looking at 80, gave him 40. Sounds like they split the difference. <laughs> Man, talking about decades of a person's life. Um, they also charged him with child pornography. Now, I 
am never going to be on the side of defending people who are trafficking in child pornography. But I am going to have to ask the question of whether or not the CIA planted child pornography on his hard drives. And the reason why I would say something like that is because that's what the CIA does. So it's not like they wouldn't have child pornography because they do. It's not like they wouldn't know how to plant it on a computer because they do. And it's not like they would have some moral hang up where they would say, oh, that would be cruel to do that because they don't. So I, I will say this, I am not sure whether or not the child pornography charges assigned to him are legit. My instincts tell me that they're not. If they are, he's in prison for 40 years for the CIA stuff, so it doesn't matter. But my guess is that when you're the CIA and you stack charges so that a guy's looking at life in prison and then you say, well, okay, fine, maybe it's going to be more like 80 years you know, the, the child porn charges, which are separate from this, by the way, he's got a separate trial that's going to happen on that. Um, I guess they didn't want to throw the bullshit charges in with the legitimate charges, I guess. I don't know, but I'm not a lawyer and I don't know how they decided to prosecute this case, but there's a separate one. Now, if you go to prison for 40 years for leaking CIA documents, you're a fucking hero. Okay. <laughs> in prison, you know, my assumption, not that, not that these guys are, you know, no, you know, not, not that the typical prison population of say Pelican Bay or Chino or someplace is going to, going to have a, a long history of interacting with the CIA, but they will appreciate you giving the middle finger to authority, of course. So on some counts, you know, in some places, uh, that is if you are, are even allowed to interact with people because they have a tendency when you're looking at this much time, you are in a supermax facility. I mean, you're, you are going someplace where, where, where you probably won't have much interaction with anybody. But in the event that you were to interact with other people and your charge was, I gave up the CIA spying program, that's a good charge to have in prison. I tell you what a bad charge to have in prison is. Child pornography on your computer. That's not good. Now, if I know that and I've never served time in prison, then I'm pretty sure the CIA understands this because this is what they do for a living. So... It's one thing to, you know, put him in prison for four decades, which they've clearly done. But if there's one thing I've learned over the years about how the CIA operates is they like to send a message and they do not have a problem doing it in a variety of ways. One of them would be to most definitely ruin your reputation. I mean, in my mind, this guy's a hero for leaking this. So he doesn't have a bad reputation in my mind. But if he legitimately did have child pornography on his computer, that would be another story. I would not be down with that. But this is how it works because they, they don't even have to prove it really. I mean, they're, my guess is that they will look at his computer hard drives and they'll find it on there. I, I don't doubt that that will happen. I, I'm, I'm almost certain that, that someone will say, well, yeah, we did a forensic audit of his hard drive and you know, it, uh, buried under layer of layer and layer of encryption, we found it. But that to me would mean zero because you found it right where the CIA put it. That's all it says to me. So, but again, you know, I could be wrong on this. I don't know the guy, and I don't, and 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 I would never, you know, I don't know the guy, but I know how the CIA operates. So I'm not willing to just 
My, my benefit of the doubt rests with this guy being innocent of the child porn charges until I am proven until it's proven otherwise. And just them finding this stuff on his computer is not proof enough for me, given how you can do that. So, and of course, that's a tough one to talk your way out of, right? You know, because the average person will say, oh, sure. Oh, sure. The CIA planted it. Well, fuck. When you when you leak 8,761 documents that they want hidden, yeah, they will put it on your computer. Like I said, you're lucky that you're still alive. So, so what did he expose that they wanted to stay hidden away? Well, mostly it's how they spy on us through the use of technology, which is, uh, um, you know, which is something that we understand as a concept. We know our technology is spying on us. We know that we have problems with the security of it. We know that um, we just know intuitively that this technology is a double-edged sword, right? I mean, it's amazing that you can communicate with people. I can put podcasts out. Or you can watch this video or you can listen to it or wherever. You know, technology is great, but you know, you can put it in, you know, in the wrong hands. It can, it's, it's that same gun analogy. There's nothing inherently wrong about a gun. You can use it to feed yourself if you shoot the right things and cook yourself dinner. Uh, but you could also use it to go on a murderous rampage as well. So it's operator specific. Thanks for watching that clip. If you want to hear the entire episode in audio format, just go wherever podcasts are served, search for macroaggressions, subscribe to the show, and please rate it when you get a chance. Thanks, everybody.